Hello there, and welcome to this podcast on motivation. And motivation is a big topic, and it's like motivation. Is that something we create? Is that something we find? What is it? Where do we get it? Why does it matter? And most of all, if you want it and you want to make a difference, how do you do it? Well, let's get started with some real facts. First of all, you own your life. No one is coming to live it for you. No one can live it for you. No one can really make your choices for you. Even if you think they are and you pretend things like, oh, I had no choice, and you use those kinds of excuses and language, it's not true, even if we pretend that it is. So let's talk about really what is at stake here and how to make the most out of your life one day at a time. Because, of course, we really only live one day at a time. And in fact, it's much smaller. We live only one moment at a time. And that's a very short amount. You know, you can define moment like you want. I define it as 8.64 seconds for a funny reason. There's 86,400 seconds in a day, 60 times 60 times 24. And I decided there should be 10,000 moments in a day. That's a lot of moments and it's short enough and long enough at the same time. So anyway, it doesn't matter. We live our lives one moment at a time, one day at a time. And that's how we really create who we are, what we have, and our own impact in the world and our own happiness. I talk a lot about your ultimate life. And I have a whole podcast series called your ultimate life and got four or 500, nearly 500 episodes at this point. And you can take a listen to that if you like. It's on all the regular podcast platforms. But this episode is specifically about how to get yourself motivated. Now, at this moment, you live wherever you live, however you live. You have however much happiness, money, satisfaction, health, everything. You, you have what you have. Today is what it is. One of the things that robs us of motivation is spending a lot of time worrying about what's missing. I don't have as much money as I want, and I spend a lot of time fretting about that, and so... I'm not happy because I'm, I'm focused on what I'm missing or I'm overweight and I'm not getting in shape as fast as I want or I started and stopped and all the time that you spend fussing is a waste. The only thing that matters is what you choose to do about it. Now, one of the things that gets in the way of choosing to take action is this guilt thing. So, well, I've tried this a thousand times. I've tried to make more money. I've tried to start a business. I've tried this online thing and that multi-level marketing thing and nothing ever works. And all the time we spend wrapped up in that story is nonsense. It is a waste of time. The truth is this, your story, my story, it's always under development. You are where you are today and your story is valuable. Now, I don't know why we have a habit. We seem to have a habit of not believing in ourselves. We seem to have a habit of thinking that success is for somebody else, somewhere else, out there, over there, if only this, if only that, and that's not true. It's just a story. It's a barrier, really. It's a story that then becomes a barrier because the more we think it, the more we give it power, the more true 
we make it in our lives. So what I'd like to do today is I'd like to talk about one thing, one thing, and that is a a radical and powerful focus on living today. Like you can't change one molecule about what happened yesterday, nothing. You can't do a thing about it. And you know what? You can't live one second or one hour or one day in the future. You can plan for and think about what might be coming and everything else, and you don't even really know what's coming. The only thing you have is right now, today. You also have the ability to shape today. No matter what's going on around you, you can shape your attitude, you can shape the outcomes, and so today is the focus of this podcast, and it should be the focus of every waking second of your life. No time spent on the past, no time spent on the future. Now, don't misunderstand me. If we've made mistakes in the past, me, I've made a zillion of them. If you want to know, all you'd have to do is read my book, Tightrope of Depression, my journey from darkness, despair, and death to light, love, and life. If you're interested in that sort of thing, you can get stuff like that, that book, and other books on my website www.kellenflukiger.com or on Amazon. But the point is, I've made tons of mistakes. That means I have a lot of work to do still to repair things, to make relationships blossom, to offer invitations, to return to normalcy and things that are still going on have been going on for a decade since I started my journey to recovery. Now, I started this journey as a, a, you know, in and out of addiction rehab centers and with all kinds of issues, 40 years with major depressive disorder. So what? I have a pile, had a pile, still have a pile of things. I'm sure you do too. This isn't a comparative analysis about whose pile's bigger. I'll let you win right now. My point is simply this. However big the pile is, wherever you've been, whatever's going on right now, as long as you choose or I choose to not believe growth is possible, then we make that thought true. We give that thought power. We make that the bedrock truth of our lives. If, on the other hand, we make a choice to believe that some change and growth is possible, even a little at a time, then we can start moving forward. As long as we believe we can't, we won't act. When we believe we can, we will act. Now, your story is valuable, your story of success. If you quit, there's no story. Nobody writes a story about those that start and quit, except a sad obituary when they have expired, right? The stories that move us, the story of yours that could move others who know you would be your story of determination and moving forward, your story of slamming your fist on the table, either actually or metaphorically, and saying, I have had enough. I will not live this life anymore. I'm not going to be treated like this. I'm not going to stay doing less than my capability. I am going to move forward at all hazards and at all costs to change my life. I decide. That's when real change starts, is when you decide. 
What I'd like to give you today is a process I use to create each day. Now, this process has 12 parts, and you might think, holy cow, I got to do 12 things to create each day. You don't have to do anything. What I'm sharing with you is a proven, tested, powerful, awesome, I can't think of all the good words, powerful set of steps that will let you create power today. Because remember, today's the only day you got. So if this is too many, figure out your own. But the key is the ritual and the repetition, the consistency. Consistency will turn an ordinary person into a powerhouse. Consistency will move you over the goal line. Now, I play the piano, and I have since I was very young, four or five. I play very well. I compose, and I can play a lot of difficult music. What I know, and I've also taught piano for some 45 years, here's what I know. A little bit of consistent practice, 30 minutes, 40 minutes a day, is way better than five hours for two days on the weekend. Even though five plus five, 10 hours is a lot more than a half an hour times seven. Consistency is the mother of greatness. It will turn you into a powerhouse. Before you realize it, consistent habitual action will change who you are. It'll change how you feel. It'll change what you think is possible. It'll change the outcomes of your life. So I'm going to give you these 12 steps that I use, and it doesn't have anything to do with 12-step recovery. just happens to be 12. These 12 steps I use to create my day every day, and it's during the whole day. So number one, I say, enter spirit and receive pure power. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, spirit is my description, a general word of a connection with the divine. Now, you might pray, you might meditate, you might simply sit quietly and turn down the noise around you. You and I both know that the world is full of distractions, the phone, uh, messages, you know, social media, on and on and on, phone calls, people clamoring for our attention. The first thing in the morning, and this needs to happen first thing in the morning, turn it all off. Don't look at your schedule. Don't look at your calendar. Don't look at social media. Look at nothing. Sit quietly and remember who you are. You are a divine child of the creator, God, the universe, however you visualize that. I use the word God. So you're a child of God. You're an intentional divine creation. Now, you might wonder why I say that and if I'm some kind of a fanatic. I'm not. It so happens that three years ago in June of 2018, I died. I had a near-death experience. I contracted a fatal illness. I was in a coma for several weeks, and my heart stopped, and I had a near-death experience. My spirit left my body. I had three conversations with God at the door between life and eternity. So I know, I knew before I felt it, like we all feel it. I know now in a more certain way, but you're a child of that infinite creator, a child of the universe, a child of God. So since you are that, 
You have a connection there. Now, before I had, during my years of addiction and all kinds of other stuff, I stomped on that connection. I ignored it. I smashed it down. I didn't know how to hear it. I downplayed it. I had all kinds of excuses. I'm not good enough. It's too late. On and on and on. But it was still there. And so you have it too. You know that you have felt it. You have felt that internal pull, the quiet voice, the connection to the infinite. So what I'm saying, step one is just to take a few minutes, 10 minutes of complete stillness and quiet. Don't get focused on any thought. Thoughts come, but just let them go away and just be quiet in yourself and reach into the spirit, to the infinite. I call it spirit. So step one is enter spirit and receive pure power. What I notice the more I practice this is when I get quiet and reach into the infinite, whether it's through verbal prayer or just feeling or thinking or meditating, I feel the love of the universe, the love of the creator. I feel that. Now, I didn't used to. It's something you have to develop the, the sort of sensitivity to. It's kind of like tuning your radio to it, right? All right, so that's step one. Just take a few minutes and enter that space of spirit to receive pure power, which is love. Step two is while you're in that space, seek inspiration in the silence and stillness. Now, inspiration is those ideas, those intuitions, those feelings, those thoughts that come to you, and they will come. And I use the word silence and stillness both because the first level of silence, you know, turn down the noise, stillness is when you've quieted your internal churning enough to hear those inspirations. At least for me, they may come shouting for you. Most of the time, they come very quietly. Now, there's been some notable exceptions to that in my life when I was in the midst of, you know, all kinds of bad habits. Sometimes I had really slaps upside the head, and that was actually what got me sober. But most of the time, that inspiration comes in silence and stillness. So step two, seek inspiration, intuition, ideas, thoughts that will govern your behavior today. No matter what you have planned, just listen. Step three is to speak your words of being. Now, that might sound a little cryptic. Something I found helpful is to define some words that mean something to me, that that speak to who I want to be. My three words are love, create, serve. So my words of being, my words of power are love, because I think it's the foundation of everything, create, which means to take an active role and not just let stuff happen to me, and then serve, which means use the gifts and ideas that I have to help others. So my words of being are love, create, serve. I have lots of clients. I'm a coach, business coach, and life coach. And when I work with clients, I help them create, discover their own words of being, words that resonate with them about who they want to be in the world. So uh, I've entered into that quiet place. I'm seeking intuition. And then I speak my words, love, create, serve. How can I use that intuition that I'm feeling to love and to create and to serve. 
Uh, step four or item number four, I use an old word that's not used this way very much. It's brook. Brook, no distraction. A brook means to put up with. So put up with no distraction. That means resist other noises, ignore what's going on. Uh, don't let your serenity be dis- disturbed. And I'm only talking here about reserving these 10 or 15 minutes for yourself to do these steps. So, Brooke, no distraction. Part five is to set clear, measurable commitments. Now, if you're like me and like all of us, we have a million things to do today. We have a to-do list that's way longer than we can possibly get done. I wrote a book called The Results Equation, which talks about how to organize those things and get the most important ones done. But that's not the subject here. When I say set clear, measurable commitments for myself, it's just three things. I set three non-negotiables. For example, I'll say, all right, I'm going to do three podcast episodes today. That's one commitment. That takes me about an hour and a half. So I know in terms of my business work, I'm going to do that one thing. I might set a clear commitment to work on a song for two hours in the studio. I'm also a composer and do music. Or I might set some time aside to be writing in one of the books that I'm writing. Or I might set time aside with my wife, my dear business partner and the love of my life, Joy, we're going to go somewhere and that's going to take two hours. So whatever those three things are, set those then at that time. These are the three non-negotiables. Now, the key here, don't try to fill up the day. I never say, well, these three things, they'll take most of the day. So if I get those done, that's pretty good. That's not what I'm talking about. Clear, measurable commitments are the things you're going to get done no matter what. That means you better set them small. You better set three little ones that you know for sure you can deliver on, period. There's a real key here, and that is when we set commitments for ourselves and we don't keep them, we don't do what we say we're going to do, then we become liars. We don't trust ourselves. Well, I never do what I say. Well, I try and I never make it. Forget that. Don't ever do that again. If that happens, shrink the goals, shrink the commitments, make three tiny ones that you know you can get done. Why? Because then you become a person who can live this little um, couplet. I said it, I did it. I said it, I did it. You become a person of your word, a person of integrity. If that's hard now, and it used to be terribly hard for me, then shrink the commitments down small enough so you can do it. I said it, I did it. And so pick three things, your three non-negotiables. That's part five. Part six is then take some direct, consistent, and motivated action to get those three things done. And I use those three words because they're really clear. Direct action is like, I'm hungry, so I eat. That's direct action to solve the problem. Looking around what we might have in the fridge or in the pantry, you know, that's not direct action. Direct action is pick something up, eat it. That's direct action. Consistent is the second word I used, and that means sometimes the first time we try something doesn't work. So we have to uh, take consistent action. We might have to try two or three times or 10. Uh, Motivated action means how we do it. If I'm trying to learn something on the piano and I'm half-heartedly practicing while my mind is somewhere else and I'm frustrated because it doesn't work, that's not motivated action and it doesn't usually create much result. 
So the kind of action to take for your three non-negotiables is direct, consistent, motivated action. So that's step six. Step seven is, uh, the, I use the word delay. Delay the distractions. What do I mean by that? Well, there's a thousand distractions, right? Looking at the phone, scrolling social media, getting, uh, talking to somebody, watching TV, looking at the news, getting frustrated about vaccines right now here in the middle of the corona vaccination stuff and anti-vaxxers and political stuff, depending on the country you're in or whatever. Just a delay those distractions because it it takes you away from your main focus like the news will still be there and nothing's going to earth shattering is going to change so delay that stuff the second thing is avoid negative conversation or interaction or rumination now the most easy trap to fall into is negative rumination. Oh, I didn't get this done yesterday. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, oh, and then you have all this negative churning. Avoid all that. Avoid negative conversation. Avoid negative interactions. Now, I don't mean don't deal with problems. We have to deal with things that aren't what we thought. Uh, my wife and I, in our business, we manage a number of contractors that do work for us on our websites and on our um, podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And so sometimes we get graphics back or, you know, stuff done on books we're writing. It isn't what we want. And we thought we gave them exact and clear instructions and it's not right. So that has to be handled, but there doesn't have to be anything negative. So avoid those aggravating negative things, especially in the beginning of the day while you're setting your goals and starting to take that action. That's step eight. Step nine is to ignore irrelevant stuff. (laughs) I call them unrelated thought creations, right? Now, you and I, I don't know about you, but I sure had a habit of assuming negative stuff. Like I would see something or hear someone say something and I would assume the worst. I would hear it the worst possible way. Well, that's never helpful. The best answer is just ignore that stuff. Ignore unrelated things so that you can stay focused on the creation of your day. Step 10 is then move boldly through the day. Like you have prepared yourself. You've been in connection with the spirit. You've got inspiration. You've connected with your words of being. You're not allowing any distractions. You've set some clear goals. You've delayed the nonsense for later. You're avoiding the negative, even as you handle problems and you ignore unrelated stuff. So moving boldly through the day is the key to number one, getting those non-negotiables done and therefore winning the day. See, that's the game. The game is if you set three non-negotiables, not big things, three things that you're going to get done and you get them done, guess what? You win. You win the day. Now, if you set them small like you should, then the day's not over. Maybe you get them done by noon. Maybe you get them done by 10 in the morning or by one in the afternoon. All of the rest of the day is in front of you and you have a couple choices. You can say, you know what? I got my non-negotiables done. I'm going to relax and, and sit in a chair and stare at the ceiling the rest of the day. Or you can say, you know, there are a couple of other things I'd like to do. And anything after the non-negotiables is extra credit. 
Why, then you won the day already. The purpose in setting your day up like this is so you get to win every day. You can win every day instead of losing every day. When you work with a big, long to-do list, you lose every day. So do I. Why? Because you do a few things, you check them off, and then there's always more stuff added. And you feel perpetually like, I never win. I never win. I never make it. I never get caught up. I'll never get past this pile of whatever. Well, how helpful is that? How motivating is that? Like zero? So don't do that. Don't do that. Three non-negotiables, then win the day, moving boldly into that day with that focus you've created. Now, as you move through the day, remember, step 11 is to remain absorbed in each moment. Remain absorbed in each moment. In the beginning of the podcast, I arbitrarily defined a moment as 8.64 seconds. But remain absorbed, however you define it. Remain absorbed in what you're doing. I'm doing this here now. No distractions. No loss of focus. No negative feelings. I'm doing this thing. Remaining absorbed. And by doing that, and by being driven by the words of being, which for me, I said was love, create, serve, man, I am on fire all day. I'm focused on loving, creating, serving as I do my three non-negotiables. And then after that, if I pick some extra credit stuff, I'm stoked. I've already won the day and I get to go on and do more. Why? Because I said so, because I choose to. I think of it like a scene from uh, that movie Frozen, where that lady had the magical ice power and she waved her hand and the ice castles appear. She just let it go, let it flow, right? And if you remain absorbed in your focused um, plan, the three non-negotiables and then the extra credit, and you're driven by your own words of being, which as I said, was love, create, serve. Those are my three words of being. Whatever yours are, if you remain driven by those, you'll be in flow in that state of effortless creation, effortless mastery all day. Now, the last step is as you go through this day, absorbed in each moment, driven by your words of power or your words of being with no distractions, then you will manifest with boundless joy. And that's step 12. Manifest with boundless joy. So a quick review. Enter your spirit place to get power. Seek inspiration in silence and stillness. Speak your words of being, which for me are love, create, serve. Brook, no distraction. Set clear, measurable commitments. Take direct, consistent, motivated action. Delay the distractions. Avoid the aggravating negative things. Ignore the unrelated stuff. Move boldly into your day with your creative focus. Remain absorbed in each moment and then manifest with boundless joy. Now, if you look at those 12 things, none of them are hard to understand. You might say, yeah, that's a great list, but I can't do that. And I'm here to tell you lovingly and with a smile on my face, yes, you can. 
Yes, you are a divine being. Yes, you have every opportunity to do all these things. I know that you listening right now are a divine being with gifts and talents. You were created by the same God I was. You were given gifts and talents. You have an assignment each day and in this world and life that you accepted and that you were excited about. All the help you need to get that to happen is available to you. I know that. I have seen it. And I don't care where you are or what you've done or what's happened to you. It can happen today like this list of 12 things. You can start where you are. In fact, guess what? You have to start where you are. You can't start anywhere else. So many people pretend they're somewhere else and then they stumble. You can't do that. So today, no matter what, declare your intention to make progress, even if it's small. Declare your intention to be a person of integrity, which means I said it, I did it. I said it, I did it. And remember to make those commitments tiny at first so that there's no possibility of failure. I said it, I did it. I said it, I did it. I know that sounds simple, and it is, but it is more powerful than you can possibly imagine. You have power. You cannot imagine right now. I promise you, if you take this list of 12 things and do that every day, your version of it, but don't deviate. Move through your day, just one day at a time. Today is the only day you've got. The power you need is available for you to create. And I know if you do this, you can start right this minute, no matter where you've been and no matter what's in front of you, to have a beautiful day, have a powerful life, to create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving others with your divine gifts. I call that living your ultimate life. Can't wait to see you in the future. If I can help you, jump on my website, www.kellenflukiger.com. I can't wait to watch what you create in your ultimate life. You like listening to this type of self-development talks? Check the link in the description below to find some life-changing books in audiobook format. The audiobooks are completely free so grab the chance now.